have a listen to this for a resume. <laughs> Kiwi motorsport legend Jim Richards. Uh, it's an incomparable record. It includes seven Bathurst 1000 wins, four Australian Touring Car Championships, eight Targa Tasmania wins, three Nations Cup Championships, two Touring Car Masters Championships, title victories in categories including Australian NASCAR, GT Production and Carrera Cup. He's known as Gentleman Jim. He made a record 35 starts at the Bathurst 1000 between 74 and 06 and was inducted into the Supercars Hall of Fame that year and the Australian Motorsports Hall of Fame in 2015 as Holden has its last showing at this coming weekend's iconic Bathurst 1000, it is a huge pleasure to welcome Jim Richards onto the show for Six and a Song. Hello there, Jim. G'day, Jim. Hi, guys. How are you? Yeah, well, good. mate, what an incredible record. So first things first, let's get right to the nub of it because you've raced in both. What is the better motor vehicle, Ford or Holden? <laughs> I, well, in, in their day, I mean, they both were special in their own rights in their day. So we had the... The little um, XU1 Tiranas, which was started off sort of in the late 60s, early 70s. Yeah. And then, of course, we had the two-door Falcons, and uh, and up until lately, of course, we've had the the Holden and the Ford basically with the same chassis. Right. Body panels and the uh, and the engine. Did you laugh at the rivalry? I mean, that it is kind of such an iconic rivalry, mm. isn't it? Ford lovers will just swear till the day they die Ford's an infinitely better vehicle. Holden, likewise. No, exactly. They're, they're, they're passionate fans. They, uh, you know, if they've got a, if they've got a Ford and they follow motorsport, that's uh, that's a part of their lives. Yeah. So it must be a bit bittersweet to see Holden racing for the last time this weekend. Yes, it is. But um, I suppose uh, you know, times have changed. Things have moved on. We'll still have a GMH car out there in the in the um, Camaro. So. They'll be promoting the sales of those. Of course, we've got the Mustang as well. So it's still Holden versus, sorry, in its own respect, Holden versus Ford, but it's just on a Camaro. (laughs) On a Camaro, right, got you. So how did you get your start in racing? In New Zealand? Yep, in New Zealand. Well, I I started in uh, in go-karts when I was about uh, 11 or 12 years old. Mm. Then got into a little 105 Yangley when I was uh, 16 and just slowly worked my way up the ranks. But I mean... I would have uh, had no show of ever competing money-wise compared to the guys that were in the class in, in my day. Mm. But I was lucky to get um, some gentlemen that would uh, love to see me racing in a car that was competitive, give me a car, and uh, then the rest is history. Yeah. So um, out of all the cars that you've driven, because you've also driven the Godzilla, of course, as well, or the Nissans, um, which has been your favourite well, probably the favourite of all the cars that I've driven would be probably the little BMWs, the BMW M3 and the 635, mm. and the, the Nissans of the Group A era as well, the Nissan Skylines and the Godzillas. Yeah. Mm. Jim, what was the first... I mean, we can all remember my first vehicle was a Vespa 150 Sportique. Very cool. It didn't start properly, so I had to push start it, jump it, <laughs> drop the clutch. And What was the first car you bought? Well, the first car that my parents bought for me... <laughs> Because in New Zealand, you got your licence at 15 years old. Yes. So the first car was a 1934 Austin 7. An oh. Austin 7. Great. Have you guys heard of one of those? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. James is a bit of a pitch. And what do you drive now? Uh, I've got a Porsche SUV, Macan. Oh, nice. right. Nice. You come over to New Zealand often for those uh, classic car racing. And I, I know that you drive from time to time um, uh, 
the 635 and the M3s. What's your favourite out of the ones that you drive over here? Because I've also seen you in the uh, Sierra as well. Yes, well, I think realistically the the car that I probably enjoy driving the most is the uh, the car that Peter Sturgeon owns in Christchurch, which is one of the cars that I actually raced in Australia, and that's a BMW 635 Group C car. So it has a different engine than the normal one, and it has guard flares and bigger wheels and tyres, and it was the only... They're the only car of that specification in the world. Jim, I've always wondered this because I, I, I'm very late to the sort of the racing party and I, I guess I'm an imposter really because I love that program Drive to Survive so I've been watching a bit of Formula One. And I mean what you've done is just second to none in terms of your race wins and you're a speed freak. Is it difficult to get to go from a track to just sort of doing 50Ks around town? <laughs> No, no, to be honest, no, not really. I mean, I need my licence for everything else that I do. Yeah. Uh, but my wife and I, Faye, uh, drove my tra- our, our transporter for 400,000 kilometres around Australia. Wow. <laughs> the race cars in the back of it. Really? Yeah, they're, they're governed to 100k, so I got pretty used to doing 100 kilometres now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey Jim, um, what are you doing these days? We know you're 75 years of age, so I guess you're retired. But what do you do as of, of a day? Out of a day, I, uh, I stay in bed a little bit longer than I used to. <laughs> but I've still got my, uh, my workshop with, with the race cars in it and some road cars that I've sort of semi-collected. So I go down there each day, more or less, mm. and, uh, and tinker around and do... do bugger all to be honest but uh, <laughs> enjoy it one thing that i've read a lot about race car drivers and and i was reading through on lewis hamilton recently they have to be supremely fit is it well certainly in f1 were you were you fit do you have to be fit to drive touring cars yes you, you do especially in the long races but um fortunately i was uh, reasonably fit in my youth and then i started riding off-road motorbikes uh in, in the bush, and that was some of the best, or well, the best exercise that I ever had. But I, I've never set foot in a gym in my life. <laughs> oh, true. Mm-hmm. And look, it's sort of out of all your many, many wins, is there one that particularly stands out? Well, I, I suppose that they're all great. I mean, the first one was with Peter Brock. Um, <clears throat> I mean, that was good. But I, mean, I was just sort of a co-driving with, with Brocky, and it, was, it didn't sort of dawn on me that we you know that, that it's going to be anything special. Mm. But I think probably the um, the one that I probably think about the most, if I was going to think about them, would be 2002 with Mark Scaife. Oh yeah, we had actually won won the race in '92 in the GDR in, in controversial circumstances. Yes, yes. And uh, and then ten years on, we went our separate ways and drove different things. Ten years on, 2002, we won again in the, in the Holden, and I was 56 years old, so. Gee. No, it's, um, I don't think anyone that age will, will win it again. <laughs> yeah. You mentioned the name Peter Brock. Obviously, he was a mate of yours and a colleague and all that. Um, and Bathurst, and he was synonymous. It must have been a hell of a shock when he lost his life for you. No, it was. But you've got to realise that every time you go out in a race car, uh, well, in the old days, it was a lot, lot, a lot uh, less safety gear on the cars and that. Mm. When my first... Uh, first uh, Suit was a, a tracksuit, pants, and a t-shirt. <laughs> really, <laughs> but but Brocky was, um, was 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 like like myself. He started about the same time as me, and uh, and was sort of old school. So even when uh, when he when he passed away in two thousand six, he was still absolutely enjoying his his racing and rallying. Mm. And uh, he got um, killed in a, in a in a rally in Perth. That's right, legend, 
Six in the Song, our special guest is Jim Richards. Just a note too, uh, Jim has a book coming out, officially released in December. It's called Gentleman Jim, The Official Racing History of Jim Richards. And like I say, officially released in December, but you can pre-order that book. Right uh, now. Right now at v8sleuth.com.au. That's v8sleuth.com.au. The book is called Gentleman Jim, The Official Racing History of Jim Richards, who is our guest. Jim, thank you again very much for your time. No problem. I see your son's pretty handy at racing too. He's a world-class driver. Do you and your wife worry about him? No, no. We, we probably worry more about our grandchildren now because they're in racing as well. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Are they doing carts? No, no, no. Um, Clayton's son Clayton is at, uh, at Bathurst this weekend driving in the Toyota 86 class. Jeepers. And my daughter's son, Jet, he uh, goes to Winton and around Victoria, Phillip Island and Sandown and I... Bone Die XL series. Oh, nice, My nice. Goodness. It's in it's in the blood though. Hey, uh, we've got some quick fire questions here. Uh, what advice would you give to your sixteen year old self at Poynton's Garage? Save your money and buy some property. <laughs> oh, nice, oh, nice. nice. Uh, for what in your life are you most grateful, Jim? I think my family. I mean, I've had, uh, we had three children. One was with Down syndrome, which I still take him for rides now in the car. Oh. And um, not the race car, the road car. Mm. So I think family for sure. Nice. What's your favourite movie? One of my favourite movies was The Shawshank Redemption. Oh, yeah, that's a great movie. What's the scariest moment you've ever had on a racetrack? Well, it was in the hills of uh, Dunedin and the South Island in a rally. It was called Dancy's Pass, and I yep. rolled a, a little Ford Escort down four or five times in, in, the, in the pitch black, and I remember thinking to myself, I wonder when this is going to stop rolling. Oh, yeah. Oh. I know that pass. That would have been frightening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what would con- constitute a perfect day for you? A perfect day for me would be uh, probably sleeping in until about 9 o'clock, then going and uh, having a race somewhere and winning and then coming home. <laughs> nice. nice. And... Uh, Last question from me. Does Greg Murphy have a chance of winning Bathurst this weekend? (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to say yes, but unfortunately, if you you ask me, you'd say no. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then, given the choice of anyone still alive, still alive, who would you want as a dinner guest? Well, that's a tough one, but uh, one guy that I've seen every film that he's been in is Clint Eastwood. (laughs) Oh, yeah. yeah. Go ahead, Jim. Make my day. <laughs> Mate, they, we've really enjoyed chatting with you. Yeah, I can see why you. you get your nickname, Gentleman Jim. Thank you for your time, Jim. Um, we're we're going to have to leave it there, but but I, have you got a choice of song for us? Uh, yep, I'd like you to play um, Sound of Silence by Disturbed. Oh, stop it. Oh, gee, that's a great <laughs> song. It's a little bit depressing, Jim. No, but it's, it's a, not. It's, it's a fantastic. Beautiful no, no, it's, uh, it's uplifting. Is yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, well. Jim, thank you so much, mate. Just the last super quick thing, and then we'll play your song. Who will win Bathurst this weekend? Um, I, I'm probably going for Shane Van Gisbergen. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, SVG. SVG. Jim, great to have you on board. Thank you so much for joining us, and really lovely chatting with you. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Jim. What a legend. Yeah, man. Jim Richards. <laughs> this song will go down with so many people. We get requests for it all the time. On you, demand. Yeah. Sound of silence. Hello. Darkness, my old friend I've come to talk with you again Because a vision softly